Welcome to the App or Not to App podcast with the app man, Jeremy Callahan, where we talk about why apps are not a luxury item and are essential to your business success. I've been in the mobile industry for over 20 years, and the question I always get is to app or not to app. Definitely, you must app. Mobile apps can help your business reduce costs, increase leads, and reduce manpower. An app is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. So let's get started making you money. Hey, Jeremy Callahan, the app man, and welcome to the show this week where I am going to talk about making your sales pipeline explode. And hey, if you're like me and you have your own business, or heck, even if you're an employee, it's important that you always have a full pipeline. Maybe you're just trying to meet somebody out there in the world to date, to be in a relationship with. You got to have a full pipeline. And that's what the podcast is going to be about this week, how to make your pipeline explode. Particularly, we're going to talk about my business mobile apps, but this really applies to any business. And really what it applies to is how you can do what I'm doing, which is create a podcast, putting videos on Facebook Live, putting videos on YouTube about what you do. And I'm going to talk to you about the importance of doing that and the results I've seen and some people I know that do what I do as well or do not uh, that do videos as well, how their business is, is increasing and what it could mean to you and your business. So I want to just get started right off the top. I was at uh, lunch a few weeks ago with a couple one of my friends, him and his wife, and his wife is starting out a new business. Her name is Judy. And uh, she asked me, I forget her exact question, but it was like, how do you, how do you keep, you know, like, oh, no, no, I know what it was. Sorry. So I have a, I, let me back up. I have a little bit of a problem with my business over the years. So I have two issues that I have to always be doing. I have to be selling and then I have to deliver. So if I close you on an app development project, then that means that you pay me and I get started working and then I have to deliver it. Well, I was explaining this to Judy that, you know, the difficult thing I had starting out was that I was always either delivering and then I would finish a project or get close to finish and realize I had to sell another project. But I was so busy delivering, I never had enough time to actually go out and look for more work. So what I ended up doing was trying to figure out a way I could fill my pipeline. And that was her question to me. She goes, well, how do you do that? And, and basically, my response was, well, you got to fill your pipeline so big it explodes, which is easier said than done. Um, but, you know, so how do you fill it? And so I'm going to talk about my experience. And, you know, I think one of the things, um, and it's really been helpful for me with the videos and the podcasts, is that you have to be known for something. You, out there, you have to be known. If you're listening to this right now, what are you known for? Like, if I type your name in Google right now, what comes up? Are you known for something, right? Like, I've been a web developer since 1998. In 2011, I made my first mobile app. So I've been a mobile programmer since then. I still do web work as well. But the thing is, is that, is that nobody knows what I do. Some people know what I do, but... Very few, and I know this is like this with you. I bet you the majority of your friends don't know what you do. They might know where you work, 
maybe, but they probably do not know what you do. So what are you known for, right? So, and, and if you're good at what you do, if you're a pro, then you have a moral obligation to tell people what you do. Okay, you have, you, this is your obligation. You need to tell people what you do. I need to know what you do. I love that people are on social media and they show pictures of their family. They show pictures of their pets. When they're in yoga, if they're seeing a live band, if they're eating at a good restaurant, they're showing me all this stuff. But I don't have any idea what you do. Like, have you, do, you, do you know anybody on social media like this? Like, they're always in the best spots and everything and like traveling and doing all this fun stuff. Do you ever stop and think like, how is this person affording that? <laughs> how, how are they doing that? Like sometimes I do, I see people doing certain things. I'm like, I don't even think they have a job. They probably do have a job, but I don't know about it, right? So I don't know them for their, their work ethic and things like that. I just know that they're out having a good time. So, um, so that's the, that's the power of personal branding. And you know, we all have phones in our hand right now and we can make videos and we can tell the world what we do. But you know, if you're like I was, you're probably afraid, you're probably scared to put yourself on video and put it on the internet. So here's what I want to do today. I'm going to just talk about um, my personal story about personal branding and what it has meant to me and my business and how it's really grown and exploded and I know it will work for you and your business and dude I've got arrows in the back man I've been shot and knocked down many times but I keep getting up so I'm going to tell you about some of the things I've done you can learn from my mistakes and um, you know take your business to the next level take your career to the next level so let me tell you about um, you know kind of my backstory so you know, I was always kind of paycheck to paycheck, right? Project to project, actually, is what I would say. So every time I would get a project, I'd feel really good, and then, and then I wouldn't feel very good like a day later. Like somebody would sign up, oh yeah, we wanna build a mobile app. And then I'd be like, yeah, yeah, money in the bank, awesome, cool client, good project. But then I realized I had to actually deliver it. I had to go out and code it and program it. And in the beginning, it's pretty easy. Like software engineering is, the paradox of software engineering is that every day you program, it gets more complex and easy things, small tasks end up taking longer to do because you're constantly growing. So in the beginning, you when you start a project, you really start hitting the ground running. And then as time goes by, you really come to a halt and it becomes a very difficult work because you don't make a lot of progress. And as you get to the end of projects, you have to work more. So that doesn't leave any time to be looking for new projects and work. And so this is my story. I had the hardest time with this. I, did, I struggled with this for four years, okay? Four years, since 2013, I struggled with this. And I finally, I think, I think I got it figured out now, okay? Time will tell, but it's starting to, things are starting to work in the right direction. So, you know, that's my backstory. I was. I was struggling with projects or not having enough time to do both things. I was basically living project to project and you know, I couldn't do more than one project because I, I was always the guy coding as well. So, you know, so what I wanted to accomplish was obviously I want, I want the phone to ring. I want people to contact me. 
I don't mind going out and generating my own leads and networking and talking to people, but I want to be known for some, I want people to come to me. Okay. So that's, that's really what I wanted. And you know, but, but at the same exact time that I wanted all that, I had this internal fear and I bet you have the same fear, right? Like I never had a fear of like, Oh, it's going to be too much work. I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, because I have, I have good self-belief in like the projects I can do and I can take on a lot of work, but I basically had a fear of like, um, putting myself on video, you know, more or less big fear of, you know, putting myself on video. And I had, I had started this content marketing in about 2000, maybe 14 or 15. And so I started writing all these blogs about, um, they were either about like probably two things. One was like about, um, was about mobile and web development and kind of, you know, just generally topics around that. And then the other one was kind of like personal development, like telling you, you have to get off your butt and do something. Right. And so I had these videos or excuse me, I had the blog content. And for the longest time, I, my theory was this, when I first started it, I was going to write a blog on a particular topic. And then on that same exact topic, I was going to make the video. So when I put it on my website, I would have it on YouTube. And then I would have the exact same content on my website in written form and in video form. So I'd be killing two birds with one stone, right? I'd be on video and then I'd be on, uh, on written word. And the idea with the written blogs was that I would start to get uh, search engine traffic. So if people were searching for Google for a web developer or a mobile developer, I would come up. That was a general idea, but I was afraid. I was afraid, you know? Like I was afraid to put myself on video and do the video part of it. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, it was the biggest mistake I've made. Okay. It was a waste of my time. I wasted a lot of time because I had good content. Nobody, they, not nobody, but I didn't get very much increase in traffic to my web. I figured people would read my blog and want to do work with me. That's what I figured. I figured people would search the web for a particular topic. They would find me, they would read an article and they'd want to do business with me or they'd want to call me. It just doesn't work that way. Okay. The one way that people know me and people know that I'm an app developer now is because I make videos like this and I'm personally, I'm, I'm branding myself as the app man, right? I want you to know me as a developer of mobile apps. I do a lot of other things. You know, I market, um, I have a lot of hobbies. I'm a very well-rounded person, but I want you to know me as the app man, because that's, that's my primary source of income. It's also something I love to do. So, um, so I'll tell you the problem, Like, So when all this was going on, I, I, I knew I had a problem and it really got crystallized one day. Like I thought I was actually, I didn't even know I had a problem. I, I gotta be honest with you there. I didn't know I had a problem. I thought I was putting the content out there and it, you know, I didn't need to do video, I guess. And then, and then one day I ran into a guy, an old client of mine, and um, he had just finished a project. He goes, oh, we just finished building this, this app and, you know, it took a long time. And as he's telling me this, he goes, wait, don't you develop apps? I said, yeah. And I mean, the whole conversation, I was just like stewing inside mad. I was like, 
I can't believe he didn't call me. I can't believe I didn't know to call him. Actually, that, that would probably be a more fair assessment. And, uh, and then I, it just dawned on me. I was like, dude, it's like, it's my fault that he doesn't know what I do, right? If you're a mortgage broker and I'm looking for a mortgage broker and I don't think of you, that's your fault. If you, if I know you, right? If I don't know you, well, that's a different story. But if I know you and I don't think of you, like that's your fault for, for not branding yourself so, I, so that they know you, right? So, so that was kind of a, a wake up call, right? And around that same time that I was doing that, I went to this conference, the 10X Growth Conference in uh, Miami. And I was just going there and you know, I, I, at that point in time, my business was kind of like stalled out. I mean, I think still, it was still kind of coming in, but it was a little stalled for, for my liking. And um, so I always like to go to conferences and kind of get myself picked back up and network and things like that. So I went to this conference, I knew it would be a good one. And uh, it was excellent, by far the, the best one I've ever been to. And, and there was this dude who spoke, I think he spoke on the third day and his name's Hank Norman. And uh, Hank has a company, it's called Two Market Media. You should look it up and check it out. He um, comes up on stage and he's got a very unique style. All the other speakers there were like pros. Like you could tell they were like on speaking circuits, right? They would get up, climb, you know, do all this stuff. They had like, they had routines. They were almost like stand-up comics in a way. They had routines. And this dude, Hank Norman comes out and he... He's, he's, he brings a chair out on the stage with him, okay? He's the only guy, everybody else is walking around and very active and energized. And he brings a chair out on this, and he puts the chair on the stage. And then he's got a tripod with his phone on it. And he's fiddling with the phone, trying to get it turned on to videotape himself. And he sets it in front of himself. And, and he starts talking into the video camera. There's 1,500 people in the room. And this dude's sitting there talking to a camera and everybody in the room's like, what the F is this guy doing? Right. But the point of his speech was to press record. That's his saying, press record. You have a camera in your pocket, in your hand, right? Turn it around, face the thing, press record and say something into the camera. And then most importantly, post it. It, it doesn't count if you just make a video and don't post it. You got to post it and put it out there so people see it. And so he's doing this talk and he's talking about growing up and his dad and some other stuff. And it's very emotional talk, but he's not talking to the crowd. He's talking to the camera. And it, it was very, um, it was really cool actually. Cause he was like the one guy, not only was he different, but he was basically saying, you got to put your camera there and press record. And the funny thing about him, particularly at that time, which is about a year and a half ago, is he wasn't really putting himself ever on video. He was always a behind the scenes video guy. That's kind of his background. And you can look it up. He's got a big background of, you know, stars that he's worked with and helped them kind of develop their own personal brand for television. But he was just a behind the scenes guy. And so now all of a sudden he's telling people to press record. So he actually does it on stage while he's doing it. It was phenomenal. So right at that point, I was like, well, wait, I got good content in my blog. I've been being you know, fearful of putting it out, out there for people to see. So I have this epiphany, right? I'm like, I got to put it out there. I got to do it. I got to do it. So, um, so I got back from Miami. It was, it was March 
And I think I, I just started putting videos up. I think, think I did a video like every couple days. So maybe like every two days. One of them was like, I, I, I'll have to go back and look. I don't even know what they are, but I'll tell you one thing that happened. I got instant success. Someone who I've known for years on Facebook, Catherine, called me up and said, I have an idea for an app. I've already done, you know, I've, I've already planned the whole thing out. How much would it be to, to build it? And uh, dream client, by the way, because normally these sales processes, they take months. I think within like two, three weeks, we had a deal signed and we were developing an app for her, right? All because I posted some videos on Facebook. So, you know, maybe you're thinking this right now. It's very likely you're thinking, like I, I meet a lot of people that are, now they know what I'm doing. And so they start asking, well, should I put it on YouTube? Should I put it on Instagram? Should I, dude, it doesn't matter. It absolutely does not matter. What matters is, is that you press record and you put, you put your video up, okay? And um, so I, you know, I, I did this and I had instant success. And then I was like, this is awesome. This is amazing. But um, no story is complete without some conflict, man. I mean, I, I, look, at, I, I've been through it all, okay? And you're going to probably go through this as well. And these are going to be some of the points that you're going to want to jump out. And I'll tell you how to get through it. But first of all is when no one's watching. Okay. Facebook, if you post a video on Facebook, people will watch it. Okay. If you post a video every day on Facebook, you'll dwindle down. All your friends and the people that kind of know you, they'll watch them in the beginning and be like, oh, that's what they're doing. Cool. Cool. And they'll just kind of stop watching them. They'll be like, okay, through with them. And so, you know, that's one of the things right? Maybe you won't have any success like I did. I didn't really have any other success except for that. That one item came through, that one job came through. So you got to be in it for the long haul, right? Everybody wants the abs and nobody wants to go to the gym, right? Everybody wants to get into heaven. Nobody wants to die, right? You got to put the reps in. You got you to gotta put more content out there. If there's one thing I personally can say right now is that I'm not putting enough content out there. I was thinking just the other day. I was thinking that I'm not getting, I, I have a goal to sell $100,000 by the end of this quarter, which is June 30th. I had two deals in the pipeline that would have easily made that number. They're dried up, they're gone. Well, one, one said no, and the other one isn't calling me back. So now I gotta figure out a way to get to that number by June 30th. And so my thought, my immediate thought was like, I got to start posting more videos. The more I post, the more people know me, the better it is for me. Okay. I'll give you a personal story. I, when I was single, um, my friends and I, we would go out and I would talk to, to everybody when it came, when it, especially when it came to women, I would talk to every woman. And one of my friends, he would, he would sometimes say to me, he would go, why are you talking to those girls? They're, they're not attractive, right? And I, and I was like, dude, you don't get it, man. You just don't get it. Every girl knows other girls. Every guy knows other girls. All old people know single people. Like, you got to get out to as many people as possible is what, I, is, is what I'm trying to tell you here, okay? And so when I put a video out on, on Facebook, 
A janitor could see it. A janitor doesn't have any, you know, he's not going to build an app, more than likely, but you never know. The guy's brother-in-law, he could be, you know, he could be watching a football game with his brother-in-law, and his brother-in-law has an idea for an app, or knows somebody at his job, you know what I mean? This is how it works. So you got to really cast the net wide, okay? So, um, you know, so the, the content isn't consistent, and so that's a conflict, right? Like, no one's watching, I'm not putting out, you know, enough, um, I'm running out of things to talk about, I'm running out of topics. That's tough. You know, this is my, I think this is my 16th or 17th podcast, and, you know, I'm actually starting to get topics again, but for like the last 10, I've been struggling, man. I've been struggling. It is work. It's, it's not easy to do. It, again, it's kind of like working out. Like you got to, number one, you got to get consistent and get in there. And then the second thing is like, you've got to work through, you got to work harder when stuff's not happening. You know, the days you don't feel like working out, you got to go to the gym and work out harder. It's just the way it is. So anyway, so I got all these conflicts, right? I'm like, people aren't watching. There's not uptake. What should I do? So I did the, the stupidest thing. I doubled down, right? I doubled down. Like I put more into it at that point in time. So I actually called up Hank Norman and I hired him. I got into like one of his group coaching classes and I hired the guy. I'm going to tell you, it was it, hiring a coach. I'll probably do a whole podcast on why you should hire um, a coach or an instructor. If you want to get better at music, hire an instructor. If you want to get better at golf, hire a golf coach. If you want to improve in your business in a certain area, talking to you guys and starting um, video production, get a coach because they'll hold you accountable and, you, and you're paying money, so you're going to do the work. But man, Hank's tough to work for. Or, or, or he's not tough, he, tough to work for. He's tough to just, he's a tough guy. Like, you post a video and he's like, hey, tag me in it and I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> and it's just, it's like getting punched in the gut. You're like, oh, I made a great video. He's like, I don't understand what you're even talking about. Be shorter, you know. But it's like really good actionable advice. It's what you need to hear, right? So that's what I did. And then, and then the other thing that he really, like, my, my videos actually, I stopped making videos actually when I started working with them or I made less because I was, I've always been like um, able to look at myself and fairly assess. But when he did it, I was like, I kind of lost a little confidence at first. You know, like when I first was on video, I was right away, I gained some confidence, but then he knocked me down. And I think in a good way because the main thing, the main takeaway was he's like, why are you talking about telling me how to do something in like a personal development coaching way. It's like, I don't know who you are. Tell me about what you do. Tell me about your business. And that's why I say like the end results, I doubled down there, right? Because all of a sudden I was making videos, but it had to be about mobile app development, web development, and how it's important to your business and why your business needs a mobile app and how a mobile app can take your business to the next level, right? And he helped me define a message and craft it. Really look at myself and look at my business for what it was. So let me tell you about the transformation that I've seen. And, um, you know, here, here are just some of the kind of the highlights. Like, actually, I'll, I'll show you this here. So right now, if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, I have a list right here. And it's actually two, two sides of the list. One side is delivery. So that's everything I have right now in delivery. 
and then the other side is the pipeline, okay? And uh, I have one, two, three, four, I have seven things right now in a delivery phase. And then I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have, and I have seven things in the pipeline. So these are various things, right? Like one's like a dried up lead. Maybe it'll come through. One is they said no, but they have another project. So this is the pipeline, right? The good news, when I look at this pipeline right here, I have this one, Share Farm, Cindy, and this guy, Roberto. They all found me through videos that I've been posting, okay? So my, my posting basically works like this at this point in time. I have, um, let me look at that list. So I do a weekly Facebook Live every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, weekly Facebook Live. And then um, that one actually, Facebook Live is actually gets some really good results. Because about, for every Facebook Live I get, I get about 200 people watching it. I had more than that, but I, I, I don't know, it's, it's tapered off. But people know what I do. And based on the topic, I could get more. I could probably get more. I mean, I'm talking about mobile apps, for God's sakes. It's not a sexy topic. Not everybody needs a mobile app. So not people aren't going to listen. I'm entertaining. I'm handsome. Come on. But I'm not, you know, I'm not good looking. I'm handsome. So anyways, I do the, I do the weekly Facebook Live every Tuesday night. I do a weekly podcast. That comes out every Wednesday. This podcast that I actually film, so I record it via my camera. So I can put it on YouTube. I then put it on my LinkedIn. And then I... Um, and then there's a third service, uh, Bill Woodich. He's got a, a channel he's creating, an internet channel called the Woodich Network. So I'm on that every Wednesday as well. And, um, you know, I mean, here's some of the things I've, I've seen, you know, I've increased my leads and my proposals. My business is, is really about proposals. The more proposals I do for people, for clients, the greater odds I have to close clients. So if I get leads and proposals, that's a good thing to carry me to the next level. It's keeping my pipeline full. People are calling me. I would like to see it more full. I would like to see more bigger businesses calling me. But, I mean, people are calling me. People know who I am. So that's a good thing. And then um, it's, e it's also making it easier to network. So this is another one of the kind of the longer-term goals of the, of the podcast and the Facebook Lives is to be known as the app guy and to get um, – like speaking engagements at various like startup events, tech events, uh, anything like that. So that's kind of like, because of, uh, think about it, if you're leading the networking event or you're the person talking at the networking event, that means like if you go to just an event to watch a speaker, there's like 60 people in the room, we watch me speak. And then at the end of it, I have to kind of go around as an attendee and I have to talk to everybody I can or talk to as many people as I can. Whereas if you're the speaker, you're the guy standing in the front of the room, you present, now everybody wants to come up and talk to you. So it's a little less having to go out and fend for yourself. Now the traffic's coming to you. And that's what gonna, you're gonna find if you post videos of yourself, of your personal brand, of your business online, people are gonna come to you, right? So um, people know me as the app man, right? Now people know me as the app man. When I see people, I saw, I ran into some people the other night, just friends, and they were like, oh, I like the video you did on, uh, on uh, Facebook the other day about this topic. It's like, oh, cool. It's awesome. You know, I don't have uh, any haters yet. They say you'll get haters at some point in time. Um, I, I'm waiting for that. Um, 
But yeah, the, um, but what I want to tell you about you and your business and what you do is that if you, if, if you're creating a product or you're rolling some, or you have a business and you're putting it out there, you know, a lot of people would think like, Oh, I'm going to make a three minute video that talks about my business and what it does. And, um, it's going to be like a commercial. Okay. I'm going to tell you, don't waste your time with that. Just turn the camera around and talk. Let me know you. I want to know you. I want to know the people I'm in business with. I was talking about that earlier with the blogs. I thought people would read my blog and just want to call me and do business with me. You know, I, I don't think I got one call from one blog I ever wrote. But I posted one video and I got a call. And I post videos all the time now and I get calls because people know me. They understand my personality. They understand that I'm a stand-up guy. I say, I do what I say I'm going to do, that I finish, that I close, that I'm reliable. I can't, I could write that, but you don't know that. Go watch my podcast. Go watch my Facebook Live. You'll see I'm a nice guy. Everybody gets along with me, but I'm no nonsense, right? Like, I don't make excuses. And I genuine, genuinely want to help people, particularly in their business, succeed. Take your business to the next level, if you will. So that's the show. I hope you sound, found some good value in it tonight. Again, put yourself, put your business, not, not even put your business, put yourself in front of your business, brand yourself. You have a moral obligation to tell me what you do so I can be in business with you. All right? I'll see you next week. Like, share the podcast, any positive any negative, any comments, I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions about mobile apps and app development, you have an idea. My name is Jeremy Callahan. The website is jeremycallahan.com. Send me a message. Send me a smoke signal. Send me a telegram. Call me. Book a time on my website. 15-minute consultation. Free for you. I'd love to help you out.